Welcome to the Small Talk Big Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Ebony Griffin. Today I talk to Sinea Kosi. Sinea is a native Chicagoan. She is 19 years old and in her second year of college. Sinea is an amazing woman and her heart emanates a surrender to God. I'm beyond excited to end season four of the Small Talk Big Thoughts podcast with our conversation. It's about trusting God in your youth. This episode is for adults, it's for parents, and especially for the youth, young teens and young adults. So keep listening. You will be blessed by our conversation. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Oh, we have a great guest prepared for you all. She's just wonderful. And she is going to start off by giving us a little bit of information about herself. Go for it. All right. So my name is Sanea Kosi. I am um, I'm a sophomore in college. Um, I go to Purdue Northwest University in Indiana. Um, I'm a praise dancer. I love my relationship with God. I'm 19 years old, going on 20 in November. Woo woo, going into my okay. 20. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm just a young girl striving to just bring more people closer to God and stuff. And yeah, I was really excited about this interview. So that's little about me <laughs> all right okay and so I want to make sure that I because I the way your name is spelled or at least that I felt it's like Sana. so let's let me yeah. let me um walk me through how to say it properly because I gotta you gotta check me and put me in place in this sense of wait a minute this is how you pronounce my name so go for it walk me through those syllables so it's just Sana. yeah it's like Sana. yeah yeah, the extra A, it's like an extra A. Like instead of okay. Sinea or Sana, like Sinea. Okay, so it's Sinea. Got yeah. it. So, you know, you <laughs> got to correct people, you know. And so thank you for that. Um, right. And so I just appreciate the fact that you did that. And that's it's such a beautiful name. Do you know the meaning <laughs> of your name? Actually, I don't. One thing that my mama like told me when I was younger, where she got my name from. So you know the actress Sana Lathan. Yes, which is why I called you Sana. Uh-huh. So her, she, my mom um, heard her talk one day. It was my mom and my sister. They were sitting watching, I believe, the BET Awards or something like that, and um, they heard Sana say her name is is actually Sanea. Lathan, but she lets people call her Sana because everybody just messes it up. But her name is actually Sanea Lathan. So what? I was like, we're gonna name the baby Sanea. This is when she was pregnant with me. So she's like, we're gonna name the baby Sanea. And yeah, that's where my name comes from. I don't really know. I don't I don't know the meaning, but I don't know. Okay, well, she, you know but... how it was derived. Yeah. So the real name of Sana Lathan is Sanea. Yeah. You have her real name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that is wonderful. Now, um, you walked through the fact that you are in your second year of college. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Now, again, what university are you in? I go to Purdue Northwest University. Okay. So Purdue Northwest, yeah. second year. Mm-hmm. And then what? tell me a little bit about like the first year, um, you getting to the first year um how was that for you the first year the first year was good um it was heavy at times when I wasn't like doing what I was supposed to do pertaining to like you know staying on top of my work on time so the first year I had a lot of challenges with just time management and I had challenges with time management before I started college so it just like motivated me more pushed me more like okay yeah you got to stay on top of your stuff this and that that grades was good it's just I will put too much like stress on myself like um trying to get everything done if I don't like try to get stuff done ahead of time so my first year definitely taught me like yeah you want to have some lightweight on your shoulders so you know just go ahead and get that done get that done you know just have good time management with things um 
I did make the dean's list. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. I, I was super shocked about that. I was like, whoa, where did that come from? So I was very excited about that. So, and then that gave me even more motivation. Like, okay, I could do this, you know. Uh, God put a lot in me that I can pour out into this. So I could do this. So yeah, my first year went good. Um, it's like, I have no worries or anything about this sophomore year. I feel like I'm just go in and go, go in and go with it. So, and I think that's a good thing. I, I don't have no stress anymore. And I actually have picked up an extra class. So let my freshman year only have four classes this year. I'm going to have five classes. So it's funny that I don't really have no, no weight on my shoulders about that. So I'm excited. I'm liking college so far. Uh, like I love engaging in class so my teachers were they know me really well because I love engaging in class you know raise my hand for questions and stuff um I love writing so when I had to write papers that was I didn't have no problem with that so um I think my first year of college definitely enhanced my writing gave me more and more comfortability with that so yeah first year went well I'm ready for my second all right. Well, tell us about your major. What are you majoring in? I'm majoring in communications. I totally forgot to say that, but yeah, I'm majoring in communications. Love to speak. Um, love to do all of that good stuff, creative things pertaining to speaking and stuff, public speaking. Um, so at first, uh, when I was about in seventh grade or something like that, I wanted to be a family law attorney. But when I got into my senior year of high school, it didn't interest me no more. And I was kind of confused, like, on what I was actually going to go to college for. And it kind of frustrated me. And it's like, do I really, you know, am I really supposed to go to college? Stuff like that. But um, one day, God spoke to my mom, told my mom to tell me to major in communications. So that has been great for me. I love it. I'm excited about it every time. Whatever classes, I'm excited. Um so yeah, really happy about that because as I was getting into my senior year, that's when I started to love speaking more. So I just didn't know it was a major called communications. So, and you know, public relations and stuff like that. So yeah, that's my major. I love it. <laughs> okay, that is good. And so you kind of like found your sweet spot in mm -hmm. regards to what you should be doing. Now let's talk a little bit. We're going to stay on your uh, schooling, but we're going to pivot a little bit to family just because you mentioned God spoke to your mom and told your mom what major you should be. So talk a little bit about family. Tell me about your family. Yeah, so I, I live with my mom. Um, I've been living with my mom since little girl, you know, um, and she's like my best friend. We're really okay. close. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's just always been me and my mom, and we got each other's back. I'm her backbone, she's my backbone. You know, we tell each other the things that we need to know, you know, whether it's the truth, whether the truth hurts, you know, it just, it, you gotta be said, you know, because that's how our relationship is. And then my sister, my sister did stay with us once upon a time, but once she graduated nursing school, woohoo to her, she got Dang. her own place and um my niece that's my only niece that's her only baby hope it stays like that okay <laughs> um, she'll be my niece will be 13 years old this upcoming saturday oh my gosh she'll be going to eighth grade to her yeah thank you i definitely you know try to stay in her head as she's growing up you know knowing you know the things that i'll probably experience um in eighth grade i try to make sure like she knows like hey don't you know follow peer pressure all of that so that's my only niece she's like my little sister um and yeah I also have a big brother but he lives in Chicago but yeah that's my family that's my immediate family my dad you know he lives in Chicago you know my dad um I just came from out of town with him you know that but that's my road dog too that's my twin um uh, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. definitely <laughs> twins right <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm close with both my parents uh so yeah, I just live with my mom so, okay. Yeah. okay. So it's always good to just hear the dynamics of the family from the speaker, um, hear about your family from your perspective and uh, see what that looks like. Now, um, you mentioned that your dad is in Chicago. Uh, would you would you say that um, 
now because you didn't say exactly you're in school in the university but where do you live are you outside of Chicago or are you still oh, in Chicago where, no, where do you I live, live in Indiana I live in Gary Indiana in okay so you're in Gary yeah and my school is in Hammond Indiana so I don't live on the dorms uh, I did I should have went to the dorms but I decided like yeah just save the money I, I don't live too far away from school so yeah I don't live in dorms but yeah my school is in Hammond I'm in Gary Indiana okay so like on the border of Maryville how long is the commute for you uh I would say depending on traffic sometimes I can get there fast maybe like I say about 16 to 20 minutes to get to school Okay, so that's not bad at all. You get to save a little money. Yeah. Dorm life, you can save money on that. Um, So that is good. Now that's family. And you said um, that guy spoke with your mom and told her about your major. How did she break that news to you? It was like really simple. Like, I was just like, like really trying to figure out what was my major going to be. And she was like, go for communications. It's like, Holy Spirit said, go for communications. I'm like, and I was excited when she said that. I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Because, you know, I love speaking. I'm very outgoing and communications would be like, it was, it would be like the best for me. So I went toes down where I'm like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do that. <laughs> and it was kind of like frustrating, like signing up for colleges because I didn't want to go away. I, it wasn't <laughs> nobody stopping me or anything. It was just like my own attitude. I'm like, I'm not ready to go away. I really don't know how I would do away. But, you know, I did maybe fill out for a school or two, like, you know, away. But, like, I, God knew my heart that I wanted to stay. So um, I was going to go to Valparaiso University. That didn't work out. And then I was going to, I think I got accepted into uh, Indiana State University. I, think that's what it's called but um that didn't work out either and I was like huh frustrated actually that did work out they accepted me so I was about to accept it then Purdue they sent me like out of nowhere like hey this is you know you're accepted here's your PNW all of that so that's when we have figured out our major stuff so yeah Okay, so it all worked out. Yeah. And um, now you mentioned with your mom, the Holy Spirit gave her information on your major um, mm-hmm. being communication. And then you also talked a little bit about God. Uh, you just kind of like threw them in there. Hey, God, you know. So tell <laughs> me and the listeners, when and how did God become such an important person or role? Like when did he become your everything in your life. Tell tell the listeners a little bit about when God became a part of your life. I think that's my favorite question. So <laughs> um, I felt like God chose me when I was a little, little girl. Like literally my mom and my mom and I, they wasn't going to church, but somehow I was going to church. I would just like, I don't know how I even knew it was like, a, this is when I was living in Calumet City. I grew up in Calumet City, Illinois. Um, and I don't even know how I knew that it was like a church, like a little bit near me, but I always saw a bus coming on my block. So one day, maybe I get, I guess I found out it was a church. So one day I got up, got my own self ready and got on that bus and went to church. I don't know how I knew these things and stuff. It's like, God was just carrying me through. And then like my auntie Crystal, you know her, she always like tells me a story about um, how I laid hands on her when I was uh, six years old and she was healed. She felt it and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just feel like God, he anointed me when, since I was a little girl. And ever since then, I never lost, you know, that touch with God. I never lost my relationship with God. Um, if anything, as I got older, it got stronger. I understood things more, understood, you know, his word more, his promises. So, yeah, that's when I believe that I got my relationship with God, especially when I understood like, oh, like this is a relationship with God I have, you know, even though I was little, probably not. I knew God, you know, knowing what I was learning in the little church and stuff, but I don't, I can't even recall like did I like sit there and talk to God like I would now, you know? So I just felt like he was leading me from a little girl to now so that I can keep that relationship with him, you know? So I've always had a passion to go to church, all of that. Um, I've been a praise dancer for, I believe, almost 11 years. So I just always had a passion, like a relationship, like a 
a passion-filled relationship with God. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. It feels good to be young and knowing that, you know, if nobody else around me, I can lean on. God is my first and ultimate resource. So I've been with us since I was a little girl, just taking mm-hmm. my own self to church. <laughs> okay, well, I think uh, it's a, it kind of gives uh, to the scripture that you are, that um, it, it's in Jeremiah where he's basically knit in his mother's womb. Mm-hmm, so yeah. it just lets you know that you knew him during that time, but he's always known you. Right. And he knew that you would be going to church, walking to church, mm-hmm. finding it didn't matter about what your parents right. were doing. He knew that you were going to be making your way to him. Yeah. And it's funny because one time like I had actually missed that church bus so I was kind of like trying to chase it like tell like hey I'm gonna go to church I was so upset that day and my mom saw that I was upset and it's like I was so little and just was like so upset I couldn't go to church so yeah <laughs> and so always trying to get there and and that's a beautiful thing now tell um and I don't know if, if I missed it but tell the listeners how old you are we were talking a little bit about like your you being younger, but they need to know how old you are currently. I am 19 years old, almost 20 in November. Okay, so you're almost 20. And um, so you have had this relationship with God since you were younger, even laid hands on your aunt and healed her. <laughs> Um, and so, and that's a wonderful thing. I think uh, as we are, as you grow, sometimes uh, that can be lost. Like just having the ability to lay hands, people don't. We don't normally see that in church, but that is an authority that God has given each one of us, where we can touch someone, like you touched your aunt, and you can literally speak healing over the person's life. And I just wish more people, I don't know if you were five or six years old, four, uh, four or seven, whatever age you were, whatever age you were, I wish that more people would continue that childlike uh, authority Mm -hmm. and just start laying hands on people when they feel that that person is ill or start laying hands on themselves and speak healing over them because we all have been anointed and have the authority to do that. Yeah. God given us that authority as believers. So that's a wonderful story that you have in regards to your aunt and how you got started in your walk with God. Um, I want to ask you, you know, you being 19 going on 20 and all, <laughs> do you feel that it is uh, easy for you at this age to be a believer, a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you? How do you feel about being your age doing it? Of course, it might be normal for you because it's all you know. Right. Um, but you know, how do you feel about? Is it easy? It's like I would say when I was around twelve, it wasn't easy because that's when God had a. Uh, first spoke to uh, one of my leaders over the dance ministry. Um, He spoke to her, told her to tell me that he set me apart. I didn't really understand what that means, you know, and I'm just like, okay, that's that's nice, you know, God set me apart. But as I was going through school and stuff and seeing how I was like, I I was different and didn't want to be different. You know, I wanted to be like my friends. I wanted to do what my friends was doing, you know, growing up into those um, grades and stuff in the ages. I didn't really like being different. It took me a minute to like get used to it. But, you know, as I got older, I started saying, okay, um, if everybody's the same, who's going to be different? You know, everybody cannot be the same, you know? So as I got older, I started thinking like, I'd rather be different than be in a crowd and you know everybody just noticing the same person because everybody is the same you know so I'm like I, I'd rather be different I understand God you know so as I got older it got easier because I'm looking at everybody like yeah I don't I don't want to be the same as you I don't want to do what you're doing I don't want to be under that influence that you under you know I just want to be under the influence of God and yeah so it's definitely easy now um especially like Last week when I was in Mississippi, it's like a lot of, it's a lot of other things that I realized why God set me apart too. And it just made me stronger. Like, 
yeah, I love being different. You know, like it's it's great. It feels good. I'd rather be apart than, you know, be the same. So as I got older, it definitely got easier at this age now. It's easier. When I was younger, it wasn't so easy. I wasn't trying to hear that. I'm like, you know what? No. I want to <laughs> I want to do what, you know, my friends do. I want to have fun. You know, it wasn't like nothing bad, but I just I felt like I couldn't have fun like they were having fun because, you know, God set me apart from doing that. So as I got older, it got really easy and I enjoy being different. I enjoy it. (laughs) So when you say set you apart, it sounds like you're saying that God put you in a position of saying that, hey, I want you to look different from other people that are in your age frame. Mm -hmm. So they might be doing this, but I want you to be doing something else. Yeah. Um, and they might be thinking this, and I want you to be thinking something else. They might be posting this, but I yeah. want you to be posting <laughs> something else. Yeah. Right? It's, it's all like that. Yeah. So now what you know, what challenges, because like like you said, it's not easy, but you recognize that you have to be different. Does that come with challenges, especially with people that you're really close with, where they're like, oh, come on, all you got to do is just post this or do this. You can do it one time. Do you feel that that's even a challenge for you? Now it's not like, um, like say, for instance, if like when I was younger, like my friends were like, smoking or drinking or anything like that like I feel like that wasn't hard for me to back away from because I I knew since I was like younger like I would never smoke a drink I don't want to you know like and no one can pressure me into doing that so that part of being different I feel like God already put that in me like you're not gonna want to do that anyway um but like say for instance if I was growing up I wanted to go to the parties you know I wanted to go have fun dance with my friends But for some reason, I never was able to go, like, even my mom, like, she wouldn't let me go. And then as I was growing up, I was seeing, like, you know, people were um, violent at parties and things like that. And it was like, oh, okay, that's not a challenge, you know, like, because I I don't want to go to a party where I'm thinking I'm going to have fun and then something violent happens, you know. So um, growing up, like, the challenges of wanting to do those type of things with them yeah it was it was definitely hard maybe sometimes I get a little attitude if I couldn't go to the party or whatever but now it's like no it's not a challenge I'm I can I can chill you know I don't really do all that I don't really have no interest like I'm okay all right so what advice would you actually give for someone that is uh, younger, or they might even be your age 19 going on 20 I just like how you say that um, <laughs> What advice would you give to them in regards to their Christian walk um, as it relates to like separating themselves? Um, is there anything that you would say to them for that? Like, what could you say to kind of help them along the way? Yeah, I've actually had to help a lot of friends along the way. So um, what I always tell my friends is like, you know, like, God got you, God love you, you know, like, if you feeling alone or if you feeling like, you know, God don't love you, if you feeling like you actually have to go here to feel love, if you feeling like you have to, you actually have to do this substance to feel love, you, you got to reevaluate, you know, you got to just sit and think like, is this who God actually wants you to be or anything like that? Or even if that's something that you can't think about, just take a look at yourself. Like, is this who you want your own self to be like? Is this what you really like, like when you alone, like, is this what you are actually like longing for yourself, you know? So even if it's hard for them to just stop and think like, okay, God, is this what you want for me? Like, is that what you want for yourself? You know, do you want yourself to be unhappy? Do you want to take yourself to a, to a constant cycle of just not being peaceful, not having no joy or anything like that? Like, if you can't think about if God wanted for you, do you want it for yourself? You know, like you people I always say, like, you gotta want better for your life. You know, life is what you make it. It's what you make it. So whatever you do upon it, that's what it's gonna be. And I always speak like, um, say what you wanna see, you know. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Like, so you keep speaking that over your life negatively you're planting a negative seed somewhere in your life, whether it don't happen in that second is gonna happen. 
because that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to plant negative, plant negative, plant negative. So that way, when you do have that joyful time in your life, like, oh, I'm all happy, I'm good, everything's going right. Bam, he can just throw it right at you because that's what you planted. So you, I always try to tell my friends, you really got to be careful what you say. Like, you know, just keep that positive mindset. That's my main thing I love to uh, preach about. Like, keep the positive mindset. You know, everything will be okay. If you think positive, if you say positive, you will see positive. So that's just a couple of things that I always like to tell people younger than me and my age because I feel like with whatever with everything that's going on in the world what you really what we really need is just a positive thought it's just positive words the negativity like that keep getting thrown it's it's not gonna do anything it's gonna keep it at the same or get it worse so it just pertains to everybody's life as well so yeah yeah, and that gives um, a life to the scripture, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yeah. So that means that when we are speaking negative, that's speaking death upon us. Mm-hmm. We are speaking death upon the situation, death mm-hmm. upon um, this person or that person, because it's negative. You may not yeah. be um, saying that person die or anything, but it could right. be a curse of planting the negative seed. Yeah. And that is death to God because it's not life. Um, But if you speak life over something and you speak blessings over something, then what will sprout from that is a good seed. So we can't continue to kind of say things out of our mouth. Our words are literally living. When they come out of our mouth, they are living. And so what if it's negative, it's going to plant a negative seed. Mm -hmm. If it is positive, then it's a positive seed will grow in the ground. And so some some people don't know that the things that we say, we literally should be going to God saying, God, please forgive me for any negative words that I've planted today, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and bless the positive words that I spoke over myself and others today. Because again, those words are living and they sprout up, you know, (laughs) they sprout up and they grow into weeds or flowers. Yeah. Um, so that's something that we don't think about now. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about school. So you're in your second year. Um, do you find that there are challenges being in the second year when it relates to being vocal about your faith? I don't think so. Like, um, I have like, it's definitely not challenging to be vocal because I make videos. Like I have my own podcast. Like for us, called Word for Life with Sanea. and I'm always talking about God. I'm always talking about having faith. I'm always talking, you know, like just stay strong, be positive. So I don't feel like it's hard for me to do that now in person. For some with someone, I still feel like it's not hard for me to do it. I just have to let God lead me and things to say. So if God ever led me to talk to someone in person, I would just be like, okay, God, um, decrease me and increase you, you know, so that it will be less of whatever I want to say, because I want it to be more of your word, more of your love, your deliverance, your healing. So yeah, I don't, I definitely don't feel like it's hard to talk to someone in person about God. It just needs to be all about him and not about whatever I want to say, whatever I think, because the enemy would try to twist up your words and all of that and have someone leaning on their un- their own understanding. And God said, lean not to your own understanding. So mm-hmm. I always ask him to just take over so that it'll be smooth and easy. So I definitely don't feel like it'll be challenging just as long as he's in a lead. Okay, that is wonderful. And, you know, it really goes to the point of allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through you and to tell you what are the words to say to an individual, um, as opposed to you just walking up, well, I think, you know, this, 
It's right. so many random conversations that are started that, again, these words are seeds. And if God doesn't tell us to do it, mm-hmm. then we're initiating something that, you know, is not that he doesn't want us talking to people, um, but he He wants us to be speaking life into them right. and to uh, point them in a direction of God. Right. It's and will. Yeah, his will. And sometimes he'll give us a word of knowledge mm-hmm. um, for someone, but we have to be listening to yeah. the Holy Spirit. So I love that you say that, you know, I let the Holy Spirit lead me on what to say. Uh, because if you if he's told you what to say, then the person that you're talking to cannot refute that because it right. was like, hey, right. the Holy Spirit said this. Now, what you can do is you can go test the spirit. Right. See if I'm, <laughs> you know, see what that looks like. But ultimately, I didn't create this. I didn't make it up. This is what Mm -hmm. the Lord has told me to share with you. And then they can go to the Holy Spirit and go to God and say, God, she just told me this, this, and this. What are your thoughts? You know, can you confirm this for me? Right. Um, So that is, you know, something that's good. I love that you said, I go to God. I let God lead me because I want to be in his will. (laughs) Yes. So that very is just, important. It's very important, very, very important. Now tell me for you, how do you how does God help you navigate through the challenges of life? So one thing about me, I love to pray. Love, love, love to pray. So if I ever feel myself um in like a thirst in my spirit, like my spirit is like really it feels dry like I'm I'm yarning for God I feel thirsty like I haven't drank from the well uh and I'm having challenges in life um I definitely like just cry out to God like hey God you know pick me up wherever I lost my own self you know um pick up my pieces wherever I dropped them you know um and just help me you know help me get back on track um if I'm having challenges at school, like, hey, God, you said that I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. You said I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Um, so I need you to help me with this. I need you to get me through this test or anything that I might have a challenge with. I need you to help me with my time management. I don't want to be like this, Lord. I don't want the devil to keep taking me um, through a cycle of bad time management because I know I could do better. Help me through this, Lord. That's um, something that I definitely um, interceded on a lot in my freshman year. So if, and then if it's anything like pertaining to my job, I work at um, DSW in Maryville, Indiana. So mm-hmm. if any, if it's anything pertaining to my job, like, hey, God, like I need you to fix this. I need you to help me with this. Give me more wisdom where I need it. Anything, you know, that I need help with, I definitely just go to him in prayer because, you know, that's what I know best. Um, I vent to him, you know, that's, I definitely vent to him. If I don't vent to nobody else first, I vent to him first. Sometimes, you know, he might send me a good person to vent to, but either, even if I have someone to vent to, I always take it to him because God got the answers regardless. You know, people might have the ears, but who has the answer? God. So um, he has the solution. He has the way. So God is, he's definitely um, my ultimate resource on whatever I need. So that's how I get through challenges. Like, especially if the devil might be attacking, um, my mentality. I don't, I don't play about my mentality. I don't play about my peace. So I, I go in warfare really quick about that, you know, cause I, I don't, I don't play that. I can't be in a low spirit, you know, because I'm all about positivity. I'm all about joy and peace. So I definitely just always go forth in prayer. That's what I know best. <laughs> okay, that is wonderful. Uh, and what you really noted was the foundation of the Christian walk. Mm-hmm. So it is going to your word, which you, you know, you uh, quoted some scriptures here. Um, it is prayer. Uh, it is providing a reverence to God in the mm-hmm. sense of, you know, that he is the source. So yes. yes, I can go to a lot of people and talk to them about the challenges that I have in life. I can go to them, but right. I choose to go to the source, the one who can tell me how to solve the problem. Right. And I might be able to circle back to everybody else and tell them how God solved it. Mm-hmm. Um 
but ultimately I'm going to the source. These people might be resources and they might have a resource, but I'm going to the source. And I love that you say that just being able to vent to him. So you have this personal relationship with him where you can just go in hard and say, God, this is how I feel. This is what I'm thinking. And that's something that the listeners should know. It's so important to be raw with God. You don't have to be afraid to ask God questions. You don't have to be afraid to tell him that this, whatever has happened has upset you. You're angry about it. This is how you Mm -hmm. feel. But God, Father, tell me about what I need to do, even though I feel like this. Tell me what I need to do about it. So you're able to vent. And some people are just so um, unknowledgeable about that. You can't question God. Don't question God. No, God is the one to question. He is the one that you can question. He welcomes your questions. He wants Mm -hmm. our questions. He wants us to feel like we can talk to him about everything and even those hard things that we don't understand and those challenges that we don't understand, we can go to him for that. So I love that you're inventing, you're uh, being reverence to him. And more importantly is that you are praying. You recognize that with prayer, all things are possible. Um, and, and you even mentioned, which is uh, very valuable for someone in your age frame. I feel like a lot of people that are older don't recognize this and um that is a beautiful thing to hear that you said that when he messes with my mentality (laughs) that I I go into warfare so you recognize that a little hopty duty prayer is not gonna work you gotta go into full-blown warfare and put the devil in his place right because you know that he comes to kill still and destroy and he's not going to destroy your mind so it's like you put a stamp on that and say, no, no, you are not going to adjust my mentality. Right. I have the mentality of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. So I love right. that. I yeah. love that, that you're doing that. That is so wonderful to hear that that is how God is helping you through any challenges that you face. You're yeah. not looking to yourself to solve the problem you're looking up you're looking to God to solve those problems so that's a beautiful thing did you have anything that else that you wanted to add to that question um no uh I just I also like how you said like uh people they they always taught in church like don't question God don't question God like and as I was growing up I also said like why why can't we like don't question God like in a in a way like you just like throwing away his capability, throwing away his promises and things like that. Like you tell him, him off, like he's, he's not who he is, but when you are going through things in your life, I totally believe like you can, you can ask God what's going on. You can ask God like, why, why this, you know, like, what do I do? Why is this happening? How do I go forth from this? You know, like, I don't think it's nothing wrong with going to God with your questions that are like sitting on your heart you know he said give give him all your burdens and sometimes a burden is a heavy question that we cannot just answer ourselves so I definitely like went on in my own way like from hearing that from church I don't question God I'm like it's I don't see anything wrong with that if there's nothing wrong with it yeah yeah And, and from a biblical standpoint that's why it's so important for you like you're doing to get in your word and to develop a relationship with him on your own because a lot of things are traditional and they're kind of like passed yeah. on in the church we're not you know knocking the church uh, right. but we're just saying that there are some things that are traditional that have been passed around right. and it's not biblical so in the bible they have people that are questioning God, Jeremiah, Job, everybody that had a problem God and asking him, what's yeah. up? You right. know, and so sometimes things are bad. Life is hard. God never promises that we will uh, have this beautiful life of um, Cheerios and honeycombs, right? right? We have difficult days. And so when things get difficult and things happen that we don't understand, he is our friend. He's yes. the savior, but he's our friend. And as a friend, we should be able to go to him with anything and we can go to him with anything, with any question. Um, And people don't know that. So they're just kind of walking around 
all puffed up in the chest yeah. because they don't know that they can go to the all-knowing God to get yes. the answers that they have about difficult things. Now, sometimes he will answer uh, th those things to, you know, the questions that we have, and some things are revealed in heaven. But again, his sovereignty lets us know that he can do those things. But how would you know if you don't ask him? How, do, how would we know if we don't go to him and ask him? So I love that you're asking questions. I love that you're going to him and you are, um, know, you identify where you know who the devil is and you know he's, right. a, nothing, he's a nothing and he's a nobody. And mm -hmm. you're going to God saying, hey, this is warfare. I am waging a war against this devil. He has no authority over my mind. Yes. And you just kind of going in, but you recognize that you do all those things with prayer and knowing God. So you, in, in a sense, you are separate where you, you listen to what's being taught in the church, but in your own time, in your development and how God has developed you, you're standing on the word. Yes. You awesome. know? <laughs> yeah, standing on the word so that is pretty amazing now tell me for you uh what does uh Sanaya what does Sanaya Sanaya okay again you gotta correct me you gotta do it uh I appreciate that what does it look like for you in the future that's a good question like I feel like I get that question a lot and it's like, it's not that I don't know how to answer it, but I'd rather just answer it and say whatever God has planned for me, because I feel like I have so much ahead of me, but sometimes, like, sometimes I can make up my own path, but I want to go with God's plan. I don't want to go with my own plan and what I want in life and how I want it to go. So I know that with me doing this degree in college, I, I know that he has so much in store for me. Um, and yeah, I, that's how I always answer that question of whatever God got in store for me, you know, because it is so much I want to do. Like, I want to travel the world, like, and just give a word to young people, give a word to other ministries, other churches, go to other big events, you know, give a word. Um, I would love to go around the world, even dancing in ministry, because I, I love to dance too. Um, and just do a lot of things in that field. And I feel like that's that's all good. But, you know, wherever God has me to start, wherever God has me to finish is what I'm satisfied with. That's well with my soul. I'm excited for it. God used me as you see fit. And yeah, that's that's how I see my future. That's how I see my future. <laughs> well, that's good. It sounds like it is bright. Now, you're majoring in communications. Tell the listeners a little bit about what your end goal is. Like last year, you know, it's... It, Fast forward to the last year of school, uh, you're almost finished, two weeks, uh, you graduate, right? Let's just fast forward to that. What do you plan to do with your communications degree? I definitely, I definitely plan on like public speaking. I, I definitely really want to take public speaking to the next level, you know, um, like I said, I definitely want to go to different events, different churches, different ministries, wherever I can go, go to go to a school, you know, tell the kids like, hey, be encouraged, stay positive, you can do it. Um, any of that sort, I do want public speaking to be a major part of my career um, because I feel like that's like a really amazing career that I'm, I'm blessed with. Like, I wouldn't even think like, looking back from maybe seventh grade, I wouldn't think that I would love speaking. I wouldn't think that God would give me this gift. And I'm truly grateful. I love it just to um, like be a vessel for him, allow him to speak through me. It feels amazing, you know? So I definitely want to take that around the world. Like that's what I want to do with this degree, my communications degree, um, take public speaking to next level with God. So yeah. I love that. I love hearing that. And I know that the listeners are just kind of thrilled to hear from a young voice um, to know that there, there is one that has been planted with God in her heart. 
um, <laughs> and that he's just on fire for God and wanting to use her degree uh, in any way that she can to be pleasing to him and to walk in his ways and be in his will with her um, with her degree. And, and the thing is, the thing about degrees, they're wonderful, but what, you know, the purpose that you were created, that's something totally different from you right. can have all the degrees <laughs> in the world and still not live out your purpose. Right. Um, but it sounds like God has put in your spirit what purpose looks like for you. So if, if the fact that you're open to, hey, I want to just do what he says, I'm saying yes to God. That's so another thing. Yeah, tell the young people to like you you gotta accept you know what God is telling you you gotta have a willing heart a willing spirit because it all comes together right it all comes together so wonderful it's been so wonderful talking to you <laughs> I've just enjoyed every minute of it and I wanted yeah. to uh, find out from you tell the listeners how they can reach you like how is it you mentioned the podcast tell the listeners how they can reach your podcast as they want to listen and grow as I have grown. I know I'm going to tune in. So let's <laughs> talk to the listeners about number one, the podcast and how they can reach you. So you can reach me through Facebook. I'm very active on Facebook. Um, just with my podcast, Word for Life with Sinead and with my personal life, you know, it all goes together. Um, but my podcast is called Word for Life with Sinead. Um, It's a hashtag. It's all together but um just as one word I think I have it word for life and then I think I have it with with a slash and then Sinead I got to go back and look at it um I've had this for two years now so you can reach me through Facebook um it's your girl Sinead so it's spelled I-T I don't have an apostrophe so I-T-S-Y-O girl it's all one word and then Sanaya, S-A-N-A-A. That's how you can reach me on Facebook. Um, I post on Instagram too, my Snapchat too, but I'm most active on Facebook. Um, my Instagram is Sanaya.Slay02. It's kind of complicated, yeah. But I'm, I'm most active on Facebook. That's where um, I'm free to post that. Um, I post it on everything, but that's how it's easily to be posted. Um, easy to reach my family and friends I have everybody on there um, and then I have my own YouTube channel as well which I need to stay more updated with so if you go to my YouTube channel you see a little gap excuse that <laughs> I just need to stay more updated with it um, but my YouTube is word for life with Sinea. Um, that's spelled word for life and then the width it's not a slash it's width and then my name Sinea. Um, that's how you can find me on YouTube to see all my videos from the very beginning um, but yeah, I actually started like making talk videos before I even, before God even gave me the name Word for Life with Sanea. Um, Word for Life with Sanea trademark started June 29th, um, 2020, I believe. Yes, 2020. Um, so yeah, that's when that started. So it's been great. I've been loving God using me as a vessel through this. So that's my trademark. I am Word for Life with Sanaya. That's me. And that's how you can reach me through my Facebook. Always there, always active. <laughs> All right. Well, that is wonderful. And what I'll do, listeners, I will put the uh all of the information that she shared on how to reach her. I'll put that in the description. So as you know, you can always do that. You can always go to the description for more information. And it's just, like I said, it's been a pleasure with uh, talking to you. Of course, we are going to, uh, as you do more, as, as God puts on your heart and as he opens up opportunities and doors for you, then we will certainly see you again, hear from you again. Uh, but I wanted to know if we could end with a, a brief prayer from you because I know that you said that you like to pray so yes. I wanted to know if you wanted to pray right now to end this segment yes that's perfect all right well let's pray <laughs> father God in the name of Jesus we just thank you for this podcast today Lord thank you for the joy that it has truly brought um thank you for the peace and 
just using me as a vessel, Father God. Thank you for this lovely, lovely lady for calling me, reaching out to me. It's been a pleasure. It's been such a great opportunity. And I just thank you, Lord, for whoever has heard this podcast, whoever is going to go and hear it later. We thank you, Father God, that you just bless them, bless their hearts, bless their spirits, their minds, their souls, Father God, heal Mm -hmm. them, deliver them from what anything that the enemy has tried to attack them with, from anything that the enemy has tried to keep them in bondage. We speak and declare that bondage is broken and that they would not be bound anymore, but they will be free indeed in you, oh God. And we just thank you, God, for your everlasting love, your excess love for just fills us up with greatness and just with joy. And we thank you that you will continue to give us your love, your peace, your mercy, your grace each and every day over the people that is watching this video. We thank you that you will continue to give them that each and every day, whatever that they're struggling with in their life. We thank you that you are their path. You are their way. You are their ultimate resource. And we just thank you that all is well and that everybody will have a blessed day after hearing this. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. That was <laughs> wonderful. Thank so, Tanea, yes, <laughs> praying, and we just appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. God bless you. God Until bless next you. time, good people. What is the big thought, you ask? The big thought is... Let no one look down on you because of your youth, but be an example and set apart for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. This is 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 12, the Amplified Version, but this fits, this scripture actually fits this episode uh, because Senea is an example of that verse because she's on fire for God and God wants fire from you he wants fire from me God wants us to be hot for him no one likes cold or lukewarm anything in fact the Bible says that God vomits out lukewarmness so regardless of your age be on fire for God be like Senea be on fire if you are hearing this and you are Senea's age Be the voice your generation needs that stands for purity, for love, for faith, and trust in God. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to share previous episodes with your friends, with family. Continue to share, share, share if you care. Again, my name is Ebony Griffin. Until next time. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts. Small talk, big thoughts, big thoughts.